Roll humps to all my fighting camels worldwide. I'm your quarterback, Hodge Malik Williams, and you're listening to the Orange and Black Podcast. What's up, everyone? We're back with another edition of the Orange and Black Podcast. This episode is brought to you by the Kicking Camel Grill, located at 174 North McKinley Street in downtown Coach, right up the road from campus. You can come over to the Kicking Camel Grill to enjoy your award-winning wings and burgers before or after any Campbell home game. Today, we are joined by Evan Mangin of the William & Mary Sports Podcast. Evan, how you doing today? I'm doing well. Can't complain. Awesome. Well, thank you for jumping on. It's great to have football back, and it is great to kick it off on Thursday night inside Barker Lane Stadium when number four, William & Mary, visits Barker Lane Stadium for a 7 o'clock p.m. kickoff. Evan, tell us a little bit about this William & Mary team. What should we expect overall from the Tribe? Their consensus uh, pick to win the CAA this year, and Campbell is his first year in the Coastal Athletic Association. Yeah, well, Wayne Mary does look pretty tough this year. Um, starting it out on the offense, uh, third-year quarterback Darius Wilson going into his junior year. Uh, last season, he played very well, took a major step up, uh, threw for a little bit over 2,000 yards and 16 touchdowns and used his legs as well, uh, rushing for over 500 yards and four touchdowns. So he should be a threat both through the air and on the ground. Um Joining him in the backfield would be uh, fifth-year senior Bronson Yoder, who rushed for a little bit over 1,200 yards and 13 touchdowns, and he was just about impossible to bring down. Took at least two or three guys to end up tackling him last season, and um, uh, the other running back being Malachi Emo, who rushed for 700 yards and nine touchdowns last season. So uh, definitely a good one-two combo, both uh, picking up a little bit of the load in the backfield. Um, moving on to the O-line, uh, we returned almost everybody from last year, the exception being Colby Soresdale, who was drafted by the Lions in the fifth round this past NFL draft. Um, but a few guys that will be stepping up there, Charles Grant, who's all CAA, and then uh, senior Marcus Crowell, um, who has been with the program uh, since he was a freshman. Uh, pretty good guy there, and they should be stepping up. Um, moving on to the wide receivers, JT Mayo coming back for his junior season. Um, he's been a little bit under the radar. This is going to be his first year being wide receiver one. Um, you know, he, he, he can do things. He, he's a little bit small, but, uh, he's very mighty and, uh, he, he doesn't let his size get in the way of him. And, uh, that should round out the offense there. Yeah, it's going to be a great matchup on Thursday night. It looks like the weather is going to be a little dicey with the tropical storm, tropical depression rolling in. So it might be a little bit more of a ground attack and a back and forth there. But with both teams having quarterbacks who are mobile and can run, it'll be something to keep an eye on there. On the defensive side of the ball for the Tribe, it all starts at the linebacker position. Tell us a little bit about the defense led by the starting linebacker who is on seemingly every preseason watch list. 
That's right. The linebackers are the strength of this entire team and led by the one, the only John Pius, who had 72 tackles and 11 and a half sacks last year. I believe finished second in uh, the defensive player of the year award last season. Um, definitely a guy who could have transferred and played FBS football, but decided to stay with the program um, for another year. Uh, but joining him will be uh, Alex Washington, uh, who returns for, I believe, his junior season, and then Brandon Stave and Isaiah Jones, Isaiah Jones being all CAA uh, this season. Um, definitely the strength of the team there, but uh, moving on to the D-line, and we return only a few guys there, but the main one being senior Nate Lynn, who had 61 tackles and eight sacks last season, as well as four forced fumbles. Took a little bit of a step back from his junior season, mostly because he was being double teamed by practically everyone the tribe played, which allowed John Pius to step into the spotlight there. But um, two guys who will definitely wreak havoc for any offense and will definitely be on any offensive coordinators and O-line coaches' uh, radar there. Uh, moving on to the secondary, leading our cornerbacks are Jalen Jones, who is going into his sophomore year, had 21 tackles, one forced fumble, and four interceptions, three of which being against Campbell last year. Um, and then Ryan Poole, who is going into his senior year, captain of this team, 36 tackles, uh, one forced fumble, and an interception. And then at safety, Marcus Brown, 31 tackles, one forced fumble, two interceptions. So just a really, really uh, solid secondary and a, looking like a great defense coming up for the Tribe this year. Yeah, one thing to keep an eye on, last year when Campbell traveled up to Virginia, uh, the Camels couldn't hold on to the football, and that kind of turned the tide in that game. And with the weather supposed to be pretty sloppy, it'll be more imperative than ever for both teams to hold on to the football. Let's jump back over to the offensive side. What is one strength um, that the Tribe have that you can really point to, and then you can follow that up with a weakness on the offensive side as well? Yeah, so I think the biggest strength I saw last year and looking into this year will be the running back room and specifically the depth they have there. Um, Yoder, obviously, I talked about him earlier. He was hard to bring down, uh, definitely wreaked havoc for uh, the defenses last year. But him being able to you know, not be in every single play and having somebody like Malachi Emo or Martin Lucas come in and you know, be, being able to play two or three plays, giving him a rest, is definitely going to be a huge factor um, for the offense to keep everybody you know, refreshed and uh, definitely also preventing injuries there too so i think the depth there is a huge it's going to be a huge strength huge advantage for the tribe this year and then for the weakness um you know i was thinking about it and it was it was pretty tough to find a weakness but um i would say if, if it was at one position it would probably be in the wide receiver room um you know, had uh, Kayla Newton graduate last year, um, which leaves a little bit of uncertainty in the wide receiver room. Obviously, JT Mayo, I think, is very is a very capable wide receiver one. But further than that, um, we don't really know what to expect. Um, also, with um, our tight end leaving, he is now with the Bears. Um, we will have a new tight end there. Um, I think Sean McElwain will start. But just a little bit of uncertainty. Um there and we'll probably get some underclassmen starting yeah we were touching on that uh, when we previewed the game on sunday uh, talking about the wide receiver room but once again it might not really uh even though it's hard to find a weakness and that might be the weakness in that wide receiver room 
You know, if you're not tossing the ball around that much, you know, it might not be that big a deal. Let's jump over to the defensive side of the ball. We'll do the same thing, a strength and a weakness. I think I know where you're going to go with the strength here. Yeah, the strength has to be the linebackers. Probably the the best or maybe top five linebackers, linebacker room in uh, the FCS. Um, obviously, with John Pius, definitely a power i mean i would go i would go as far as say he's a power five uh capable player there um as well as alex washington who i think is under the radar um i would compare him to to an offensive guy being jt mayo how they've kind of been under the radar but have been uh really solid performers for this team um as well um as um Isaiah Jones, who's all CAA, and I think you know that linebacker room is going to be really, really tough for um, offenses to handle, and not going to give them a lot of time to work with. Um, so yeah, and then the uh, defensive weakness, I would say, um, would probably be the strong safety position. Um, we have a good free safety in um, uh, in uh, Marcus Barnes, but we kind of don't really know what's going to happen at that, at that free safety position. Um, I believe the starter will be Joseph Groves, Groves, who's going into his sophomore year. Um, but we really haven't seen much of Joseph or of any other guy. So that's kind of an uncertainty there and uh, may be able to give the defense a little bit of working room, but we're not really sure there. Yep. A lot of promise on both sides of the ball for the tribe this season. With a lot of returners coming back, what are your predictions for the Tribe this season? They've been picked to win the CAA, as before mentioned, by multiple outlets. And when you start the season number four in the country, that is pretty high praise. What do you see this Tribe team doing after advancing to the quarterfinals of the FCS playoffs last season? Well, if I'm being honest, I, I think we win the league again. Um, this The schedule that we got, I think, was very favorable. Uh, definitely could have been a little bit difficult. We were avoiding uh, Rhode Island, Delaware, New Hampshire, uh, Villanova, guys that we usually play every single year, um, with the exception of New Hampshire. But, um, you know, it, it's really important to not let this get uh, in their heads, Um Mike London spoke on this a little bit earlier in the preseason, but you know, with the expectation uh, can come like crumbling, like you can crumble down if you, if you let it get to your head, stuff like that. So um, I, I do think we win the league. What, what will happen in the playoffs? We don't really know. Um, Didn't obviously didn't put out a great show when we faced one of the big boys last year, Montana state, but um I do think with the schedule that we have, we'll be able to pretty comfortably win the CAA this year. Are you predicting an undefeated regular season and a win over the Hoos in Charlottesville? You know what? I've thought about it a lot, and the more I think about it, the more I think we can win that game there. Uh, I, you know, I follow Virginia pretty closely because I'm only an hour away from Charlottesville, but uh, this is probably one of the worst teams that they've put out in a very, very long time. And I, I am not too high on uh, Tony Elliott either. So I think, I think few plays will have to go our way, but I think we'll be able to do it. And um, I'm definitely going to be in attendance for that game as well. Well, the who's will be challenged early as they have number 12, Tennessee to kick off the season (laughs) um, this weekend, but what a great time to have college football back and to just be able to get a good glimpse of teams all across the nation And in this case, you get to kick off CAA play right off the bat in Bowie's Creek on Thursday night. 
Speaking of Thursday night, what are your final predictions for this game on Thursday night as William and Mary travels to Campbell? Well, I think honestly it will be uh, similar to last year. I think I think it will be neck and neck early, um, but I do think William Mary will pull away later. I think this Campbell team has a lot of promise, especially with all the recruits they've been bringing in this year and years past. And um, I think we'll see we'll definitely see a few of those players uh, being able to develop this year. Um, I do I do think we end up winning the game by at least a couple scores. Um, usually we are pretty good at the beginning. At the beginning of the season, we saw last year with obviously our pretty dominant win over uh, FBS Charlotte. So um, I think we'll be able to go go on the road and get it done. Um, but I think uh, in in the future, um, I think Campbell will actually have a pretty good year and surprise a lot of people in their first year in the conference. Yeah, but it'll be a good uh, litmus test for the Camels as what better way to start the season and figure out where you stand in CAA play than to play the number four team in the nation. Evan, I appreciate you hopping on. Tell everybody where they can find your work. Well, you can find me on anywhere you listen to podcasts. Just search up the William Mary Sports Podcast or my name, Evan Mangin. You can find me on Twitter at Evan underscore Mangin and on Instagram at uh, the William Mary Sports Podcast. Awesome. Thanks again for hopping on. And for everybody, the day of, of Campbell football is nearing. And it is an exciting time in the creek. Evan, thank you again. And everybody have a great week. Pressure's a privilege, man. We want to run towards that pressure. We don't want to run from it. And we want to enjoy that and embrace it and, and fight through the struggle.